It's the Roy, Nat, and Freddie Mac Show replay. You know, Freddie, I saw something really interesting earlier. I went to uh, the store to get some Flonays. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I've never seen this before, and I'm glad I saw it because later in the show, we're going to talk about, like, grocery store and retail store uh, hacks. And I'm even okay if that gets into a faux pas territory uh, because I saw online that people hide things at Target purposefully to wait for it to go on clearance to go back and get it. Never knew it was a thing. I've done a version of that. Wild. Uh, Yeah. Uh Okay. You put it in the wrong spot. Yeah. Never knew people do that. Oh, for sure. We'll talk about that later on. But then when I was go getting uh, my Flonays, I saw uh, someone grab someone else's shopping cart and start walking away. Oh, (laughs) that's how you start start a fight. And the person's like, oh, oh, excuse me, that's my cart. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry, sweetie. I, I wouldn't have gotten far without my cart because her cart still had a purse in it. Yeah. It's like she genuinely got the wrong shopping cart. But it was an accident. <laughs> it was she an just accident. Wasn't oh, okay. She wasn't looking to just take somebody's yeah. stuff. I thought that was so interesting. Like, how do yeah. you grab? How do you get confused? Yeah. I've done that a few times. Have you so, really? Yeah, I, I can't judge too much. I've done it by accident. Just turn around and you just you just start walking off. You know, I don't I I can't really explain it. My uh, cart my mind is obviously elsewhere. My cart is to my hip when I'm grocery shopping. If I'm looking at something, yeah. I don't walk away from my cart. It's typically right with me. So I was so surprised to see this whole weird thing happen. Well, we're not all as together as you are, Roy. Well, no, I don't think I'm together. I just... No, I'm kidding. It hasn't happened to me in a while, yeah. but because now I try to keep my cart close, keep a hand on it, just in case. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody might want to steal my apples. Like, no, I picked these for me. But, uh, but yeah, no, I've done that before. And then just the, walked off with somebody's cart. Oh, I'm so sorry. The confidence I, this woman had to walk away from her purse. Either it must yeah. have had no money in it, or you know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or you just forget. You're that rich. You're like, yeah, you can take it. Uh, you I got saw too that. much money. That was so interesting to witness yeah. today. Uh, if you can tell, Natalie Jones is not with us. She is sick again. She says she'll be back tomorrow, though. Mm. In fact, it was kind of funny because I didn't uh, understand her text this morning. Surprise, surprise. She was said, she, "No, she said that my cackle is next level." Oh, that's right. And I was like, what is, I mean, like, I know what a cackle is, but I didn't know what that meant, like, for her being sick. I'll translate if you like. Go ahead. My cough is worse than it was yesterday. Yeah, well, I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't know. Cackle is a funny word to use. Yeah. But (laughs) I don't know how I make sense of it, but that's just, that's translation for Nat. But but then then, then I started reflecting. I'm like, see, this is why I love Natalie Jones. Mm -hmm. Only she can call it sick in the coolest way. My cackle is next level. <laughs> we, so can't, cool. we can't say that. No. It doesn't have the same. It doesn't slap the same. No, I, yeah. I, I have a sore throat. That's what, you know, that's what I would say. That's what I say. Like, I'm horse, guys. I'll see y'all next, tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> well, she'll be back with us hopefully tomorrow. So you're just going to get the boys today. And you can join us here yeah. on the Roy Nat Freddie Mac Show. Jesse J on the afternoon pick me up with the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac Show. That is Domino. Got a message from Art. Art said, thank you. Needed that song. Needed the domino. Yeah. All right, Art. It's a fun song. Glad you enjoyed it. I, I love it, too, but especially when it's sunny out. It feels right. Feels right. Only if it was warm. 
It's the right vibe. It's a little, it's a little warmer today. Mm-hmm. I haven't been outside a ton, so um, I could be wrong. Let's bring in Clarissa. Hey, Clarissa. Hi. You know, uh, what are you doing right now? Working on my grocery list. <laughs> well, what's the chances of that? We were just talking about the grocery store and how oh. I witnessed somebody steal someone else's shopping cart by accident. <laughs> has that has that ever happened to you? No, I can't say that it has. <laughs> you keep a tight, uh, tight grip on your shopping cart maybe or i mean a lot of times i walk away from it with my purse so i can wander around and get out of the way but no i've never had anybody walk off with mine or walked off with anybody else's yeah i've done i I would wander off from my cart maybe to go to the next aisle over Mm -hmm. real quick maybe i forgot something but i i I get a little worried about it that somebody's going to do what i've done so many times in the past just walk off with my cart have you ever looked in someone else's shopping cart and just like try to guess their meals they're making or better yet like wonder about their life like oh they're you know they're they're debbie cake house (laughs) oh yeah you know what i mean i'm like oh man i haven't had zebra cakes in right so long Oh yeah, all the time. What about you, Clarissa? Do you do you ever judge other people's shopping carts? I wouldn't say judge, but yeah, I like to peek. <laughs> you too. Might oh, get some good ideas. That's right? what I was gonna say. I think the same thing. I'm like, oh, I need to go get that, and that that's kind of sometimes I'll go in there for one or two things. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just grab them and go. No cart, no uh, basket, and then I see a bunch of stuff as I pat on my way to get what I'm going to get, and I'm like, oh, I should go. I gotta go get a cart with a handful of stuff now. I should have got yeah. this from the beginning. What I love is when I look in other people's shopping cart and I see chips I've never seen before in my life. Typically, I get like the chips I always like to get. You know yeah. what I mean? Baked, yeah. baked lays. That's what's in my house okay. at all times. <laughs> I just go grab the baked lays. And then I'll see some packaging that I've never seen before in my life. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what? I think I want to try Takis today. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? Yeah. Didn't know there was flaming hot ruffles. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. You gotta, know there was key lime blaze. Yeah, you got to look outside, which you normally get. Just browse. You might find something good in there. So, uh, Clarissa, you got anything fun you're going to make or anything fun on your list you got going on? Not really. Nothing. I've been looking at my Pinterest boards trying to get ideas. I'm tired of making the same stuff or feeling oh, like I'm eating the same thing. Yeah, I love that. I, I looked through that. Pinterest for meals. I found a good French toast recipe on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Instagram Reels, I'll see like people making stuff. I'm like, oh, save, I'm I saving that. I'm gonna try to make that. I specifically watch a guy on YouTube. He's a he, he cooks, mm-hmm. and he has a pretty good following on YouTube, Clarissa. But but he's just kind of like me and you, that yeah. he'll do a cooking video and mess up, and he won't edit it out. Like it oh, just stays that. in there. Yeah, give me the, give me right? the raw. Or yeah. like he can't find it, uh, or he can't find like a spoon, and he was like, "Oh my gosh!" And he's like, ruffle, like <laughs> rustling through his his drawers. drawers. He's like, "I can't find a spoon." Yeah, and I'm like, "That is so real life. That I is how that. everybody cooks." Yeah. And I'm such a fan of him. I was in San Diego, and he does own a restaurant. And I went to his restaurant, and uh, I saw him, mm-hmm. and I geeked out, and I was like taking photos with him, <laughs> and you can tell no one knew who this guy was. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Why?" Why is he taking yeah. photos with his he's, fam- he's famous in Royce. He's famous for me, yeah. man. <laughs> I, I was that. pumped. I was love like, what's that. up, Sam the cooking guy? <laughs> <laughs> love your YouTube so ex- videos, man. So excited. You would have thought it. Madonna walked into the room. Yeah. Roy's jaw <laughs> drops on the floor.
<laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully you have fun at the grocery store, Clarissa. Uh, thanks so much for listening to the Roy, Ned, and Freddie Mac show and uh, all of our shenanigans. We got a pair of tickets for that Q102 premiere of Mean Girls. It's going on next Tuesday at Newport on the Levee. So you enjoy that as well, okay? Thanks so much. Are you an adult that just can't do something that you should be able to do? That's what people tell me, yeah. Like for swimming? You can't swim. Can't swim. No. I mean, yeah, no, I can't swim. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know what I can do. I had had a bad experience. Whenever I swim, it's a bit violent. Like, lifeguards tend to watch me. Uh, It's a lot of splishing, splashing. There's not really form. But I'm moving. Yeah. I'm moving it. You're 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 not drowning. Not drowning. It looks like it. See, mine is the exact same, but also the opposite of the same. Okay. <laughs> because I'm making a lot of splashies, but, <laughs> but it ain't but you're going down instead of going across. <laughs> and I'm not moving. I just can't move in the water. It's, right. it's kind of sad. It's sad. Uh, I, I want to change it. Get, well, get some uh, like swim lessons with me and my son Cam like together, parent <laughs> and child. Well, you guys are probably at the same level, you know, so you can learn at no, the same pace. Not probably. We are. <laughs> <laughs> he might actually be a little bit better. Um, well, uh, uh, th- I also, as a grown man, I can't iron. I don't know how to iron uh, clothes. Dude, um, that... It scares me. I'm afraid I'm going to get burnt. Have you been burnt? Do you have some traumatic incident that happened? Not that I can recall, but I'm greatly concerned about being burned. Greatly concerned about being burned. Well, you know, there's only one side of the iron that is hot. And that's the side that's going to, like, hit my leg. (laughs) Your leg? Or something. It's going to fall. It's going to burn a hole in something. Yeah, I, it, it, I don't like it. It sounds a little juvenile. You don't know how to iron because you're scared of the heat. I do. I don't even know how to turn it on, to be quite honest with you. Oh, Roy. So go ahead and give <laughs> us a phone call, 513-749-2320. Tell us your age and what you can't do. This is Emily. Emily, what's your age and what can you not do? Um, I'm 25, and I can't kill a bug to save my life. <laughs> you just get too freaked out? Yes, I can't do, especially spiders or those like a thousand likers things. Absolutely not. I'm running the other way. <laughs> so do, do you have like a, a partner, somebody that can do it for you that you can lean on or you just. Oh, I do. And let me just say he has assumed the role unwillingly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anytime you're screaming from another room, he knows like, oh, geez, I got to kill something. I hate killing bugs. My fiance hates killing mm-hmm. bugs. And uh, it's, not fun. it's not fun. I mean, I will freak out and scream. And then in my last house, when I lived in North Carolina, we bought a house that was a flip. Oh boy! And for the first few months, it I tell you, it was it was so many cockroaches. <laughs> oh my god! So, of course, you know you don't see the cockroaches when you're when you're walking through the showing. No, of those are not. magically no. gone then. But then we buy the house, so many cockroaches. I end up hiring a company to come in, and I'm like, I don't care what chemicals. Mm-hmm. I don't care how you kill these things. Kill them. Yeah. I want them gone. I <laughs> need them dead. Them. I don't want to deal. And so we had a company that would come in like once a week, once a, once a month, and sometimes uh, more than that, once every other week to mm-hmm. go in and kill them. Yeah. And they finally, you know, I mean, once you kill them, they, they do disappear after a while. But You hope. For a while? No, no for, I, after a while, they disappeared. Oh, no, I want them to go extinct immediately. Right? You know oh, I mean? it was a process, man. Uh, it was a process. Yeah, I even had the package. Absolutely. 
the guys were out there spraying the grass and the trees. They were just spraying everything. <laughs> and they sure weren't doing everything. the line around the house. They were spraying yeah. any and everything. I, I mean, I wish you could spray me, you know. Get <laughs> <laughs> um, things away. Ugh. All right, Emily, have a good day. Thanks for yeah. calling. Hey, thank you, guys. Really appreciate you. <laughs> All right, thanks. Uh, let's go to Maddie. Um, hi, Maddie. What's your age? And tell us what you're afraid. I'm sorry, what you can't do. Hmm. Um, I am 22, and I cannot tie my shoe the right way. Huh? What is the right way? So most people do, like, the one bunny ear, and, like, you wrap it around and go through. Uh-huh. I can't do that. Like, my hands physically can't do it. So I make two bunny ears and go around and go through, and it takes me an extra long time to tie my shoes. And yeah. Everyone makes fun of me. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, you can't go anywhere in a hurry. <laughs> two bunny ears? No. I tie my shoe one time, and then I never untie them again. I just slide them back on and off, so no one has to watch me do that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and as a shoe person, that hurts my soul. Let me tell you something, Maddie. I do the same thing, but for a very different reason. It's hard for me to bend all the way down there from time to time. <laughs> no. I'm just embarrassed. Oh, that's funny. Maddie, I mean, well, you, you, I don't know if you want to. It's not as stylish, but you could get, like, some of those Velcro Shoes. Velcro? Not you recommending Velcro to poor Maddie. <laughs> yeah. She's 22. 22. Let's not commit a fashion faux pas. Look, it works yeah. for you. It, you make it work for you. You get a black pair, you get an all-white pair. Oh, man. Don't listen to him, <laughs> That's Maddie. even more embarrassing than the, the long way of tying your shoes. Yeah. Yeah, if you leave them tied, at least no one knows. They don't know when you tied them. Yeah, <laughs> Velcro's you just too exposing. Switch to Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> I do have 23 pairs of Crocs. What? Oh, we need a picture. Send us a picture. Wow. I will. Love that. You even got the celebrity Crocs? No, I don't have any of those ones that cost a lot of money, but oh, I do okay. have like fuzzy ones and colorful ones and all kinds of stuff. Oh, I love right. that. I do love that too. Well, Maddie, thanks for calling. Hope you have a great afternoon. Yeah, you too. Yeah. This is What's Poppin' with Roy, Ned, and Freddie Mac on Q102. Hey, Roy, is the end of an era, man. What's up? Uh, Best Buy officially terminating all physical DVDs and Blu-ray discs, both in-store and online. Yeah, I heard about this. Um, it doesn't impact me. <laughs> yeah, uh, me either. Even though I did buy stuff on DVD, at, at well, I guess we all did at one point, just oh, thinking yeah. like, oh, like, you know, I don't need the VHS anymore. I got the DVD. And now I, I still got a bunch of DVDs, and I don't know what to do with them now. I remember we knew, my family knew, the day of week, DVDs hit the shelves. Oh, the new ones? New yes. inventory came in? Yeah. And I think it was Tuesday. I think it was, because we would go. Yeah. And uh, pick up the DVD. We also knew when DVDs hit the Blockbuster. We would, so we could be there. Yeah. I had an uncle who worked at Blockbuster, too. He would snag you a we couple. A, yeah, we had a little hookup. It's a good time to be alive, man. Yeah, so Best Buy doing away with it. And, uh, and I saw some people in the comments saying, I use my DVD player faithfully. So are they having a sale? <laughs> oh, right, I guess yeah. if all else fails and you still have a DVD player at some point in, in the future, I mean, you got in entertainment. Does that mean that, like, streaming on Netflix is just as good as Blu-ray? It means it's probably better. You think? Yeah. Hmm. Usually. Interesting. Depending on your TV. So, uh, for some reason, I'm not really sure why, but Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. Yeah. He did. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A rendition of Blank Space by Taylor Swift. Oh, no. Like a spoken word kind of type way. Oh, I'm... Robert Downey Jr., I'm going to do my rendition of Blank Space by Taylor Swift. I'm going to read it as beat poetry. Nice to meet you. Where you been? I could show you incredible things. Magic, madness, heaven, sin. Saw you there and I thought, oh my God, look at that face. You look like my next mistake. Love's a game. Want to play? I... Yeah, he just goes on and on about it. Is he okay? I think so. Uh, I'm not really sure why he did that. He worked with some... uh, (laughs) Some magazine or something to do it oh (laughs) everyone's trying to find ways to go viral i guess first quarter man you got to come out yeah punching january 2024 he's promoting something he was like i gotta this is part of the press run yep you know it well uh britney spears (laughs) in other news says i will never return to the music industry she took to Instagram last night to clap back at reports that she'd be teaming up with Charlie XCX to make some new tunes. She yeah. stressed that, just so we're clear, most of the news about me is trash. Mm. So she's not turning to random people to do an album. She'll never return to the music industry. Yeah, I saw that rumor the other day. I didn't know she, whether to believe it or not that she, she was going to help Charlie XCX write on her new album. Brittany went on to say that when I write, I write for fun and I write for other people. Which is interesting. I wonder what other things she has written. Under a different name, maybe. Maybe. Isn't that what Prince did or somebody he did like He did it all the time. Yeah. Under a different name. A lot of artists do it under under different names. Yeah. yeah. Well, it says right here that she's written over 20 songs for people. That's fascinating. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Uh other news. Very cool. Everyone is flipping out mass chaos over the Starbucks Pink Drinks partnership with Stanley. It is a Starbucks and Stanley cup that has this pink peachy matte uh, color on it. And uh, they had one of these. So here's, this is what's happening now. Uh, There's also like a bright red cup that is set to be released also in the future. People are freaking out. You can buy them at Target and they're already sold out and Target had to take it off the website. They're also now appearing on eBay. At one point at a Target, a guy jumped over the counter and stole a big box That's insane, of them. Dude. People are, are going insane over these Stanley Cup to- uh, 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 tumblers. People are hoarding them. Yeah. People are lined up hours before Starbucks even opens, sometimes camping the night before to get their hands on this limited Valentine's mm. Day edition, this bright pinky I've seen pictures uh, of people, shade. Yeah, p- pictures of people in line outside Target, <laughs> like waiting. That's so unbelievable. Funny. That's great. For a cup. When we well, leave here, I'm going to drive by. I'm going to yeah. go by a Starbucks and see if people are starting to camp out for, for the for the cup. But I find that so fascinating. Yeah, they had to take it off the website, made it uh, in-store only, and then yeah. all the drama uh, was in store. But yeah, so... 
a red one for November, and then I think they have a, another one for the summer, and then this is their Valentine's Day one that everybody is losing their mind for. Uh, there's two things for me. Uh, one, a lot of people will say that some of these off-brand ones are better or and or more affordable than the Stanley Cups. And then also, <laughs> there's a website, StockX.com. I am only ever on there looking at shoes. Okay. To, to like buy. People are reselling like old classic shoes and stuff. Yeah. There's Stanley Cups on there now. Oh, I saw really? one like pink color. I don't remember the exact name, but it was a Stanley Tumbler for $700. No way. Go look. That's and insane I, to me. To, and I can't understand it because to me, Stanley Cups were like everywhere and like were so common and they, they were. They were right under our nose. Yeah. They were. For years. I hate to use this term kind of off-brand because they had Yeti, right. which were the big things. Right. And so it's just like it's so weird to me to see this cup uh, take off. But so, yeah, if you're trying to get the Starbucks cup from Target, you're evidently going to have to camp out and find out which days they restock <laughs> if you want to get that. Or you could pay over market value on eBay. Seven coffee drinks that you should never order according to baristas. And when I first started my coffee journey, I ordered two of the top biggest no-nos. <laughs> but, okay, were they are they on the menu? They are on the menu. As well, I mean, what are we supposed to do about it? Now, I understand baristas being upset about the paying it forward thing, how it just confuses the order of the drive-thru and all of that. But Though they say don't do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I say didn't know it, that. It throws off the um, order Oh. The drinks and all that. But yeah, I mean, that's understandable. But if something's on a menu, and we kind of have a right to order it, no? I you mean, have a right to yet. order it, but baristas are advising against it. At the bottom of the list was the Vietnamese iced coffee. Uh, and they said, definitely don't order this if the beans aren't grown in Vietnam. I've never even heard of this. No, me either. And that actually sounds kind of scary. I don't know if I would <laughs> order it. It sounds so unfamiliar and otherworldly. Right? Although, I have had a Cuban coffee, which was good. I heard that's great. Yeah. Um, shaken espressos. The shaken espresso, the shaken beverage uh, made with espresso, then shaken, chilled, and mellowed with sweetness and a touch of milk. However, once the hot shots of espresso are poured over ice, it begins to melt, and it actually dilutes your coffee flavor. Oh. So, your shaken espresso is diluted and pretty wimpy as far as the flavor goes. Is that the same as uh, if I ordered, like, I, I used to order two shots of espresso over ice. Mm -hmm. And I would actually make my own coffee, really, because uh, I would pour, like, a protein shake mm -hmm. in there and just mix it up. And it would just give me a little boost. Yeah, you have wimpy coffee. So it wasn't even two full, strong shots of it. Because it's diluted it with water. Uh, yeah. yeah. No idea. Okay. Uh, olive oil lattes. I've heard of people doing this, oh. adding oil to a latte, but it does dominate the whole drink, they say. Drink oil? I've heard of it. No, thank you. Uh, lavender lattes, it's a floral flavor that can be strong, not as pleasant as it reads on paper. Avoid that. Uh, <laughs> Sounds floofy. It does. A bunch, of, a bunch of nothing, really. Sugar. Uh, they say avoid holiday lattes. The recipes are way too sweet. Well... I mean, it's like, the, tis the season. Yeah, it's on the menu. PSLs for the fall and the nasty mint chocolate 
holiday mochas, whatever y'all like. The peppermint. I yeah, hate yeah. peppermint and chocolate mixed together. But my they sister, blow it. They put it in our face every year. Like, you know, it's that time of the year. We Jingle bells. Pumpkin to peppermint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, now the top two that it's is at the very top of this list of coffee drinks that you should never order according to baristas. When I first started drinking coffee, this is what I order. Now I just drink good old cup of American Joe black coffee. But mm. when I first started, mochas is what I went to. Oh, yeah. And it requires, well, it's it's kind of an inconvenience because it requires using the espresso machine, multiple ingredients, followed by a lot of cleanup where they have a long process of brewing espresso, steamed milk, adding chocolate and other ingredients, which could be a headaches for baristas. They put a warning that although this is fine in the morning or during the day, try not to do this like when they're closing up shop simply because it doesn't require a big cleanup. That sucks. And no idea. I had no idea, too. I got to clean it every time in between. I used to love it. I used to to get like a chocolate mocha, uh, and it tasted like a brownie to me. It was so good. Mm -hmm. And then finally, caramel macchiatos, the number one thing you should never order according to Barista, which is what used to be my go-to. Me too, actually. That was what I was attempting to do when I would get the double espresso and pour a vanilla protein shake Mm -hmm. in a venti cup and then mix it all together. It was... A cheaper, more affordable iced caramel macchiato. Oh, I love it. I love it. That was my um, attempt at it. It wasn't caramel, but you know. And then just even the way I used to order it was complicated though, because I used to get a venti iced caramel oh, yeah. macchiato extra shot upside down. <laughs> yeah, you did. I've never heard of the upside down thing. But they knew. It's, Starbucks knew. Sounds it sounds crazy. Yeah, they would flip all the ingredients upside down. It was fantastic. They made this list because of you. Yeah, <laughs> order people like you ordering stuff upside down and uh, messy cleanup stuff. Sometimes I ask Starbucks to I'll get my coffee double walled. What does that mean? What just is, put it in another cup, put two cups in one. I <laughs> what just to say keep it double the cup? Why is it some floofy fancy name? Ah, uh, you know how it's like a typical yeah. uh, thing where a lady wants something and she wants her guy to go get her coffee. It's like the stereotypical, like, sure. you go get me something at Starbucks, and the guy messes up the order, or the dad always messes up the order. Mm-hmm. So this guy I saw actually recently uh, on TikTok somewhere, and he had her on the phone. As he's in the drive-thru. So when they say, welcome to Starbucks or whatever, he reaches his arm out the window up to the microphone, and he says, uh, she says her order. Very complicated. on speakerphone. Because it's some, yeah, I want it upside down, double walled, inside out. Every time I do use fun terminology, I think of you. Because, like, one time I I got me uh, a Venti Pikes double walled with room in it. And I knew that if I was with you, you'd be like, what? (laughs) <laughs> with room with room yeah. to grow what is what is that even uh, just to leave a little top uh, not don't fill it all the way up to the top no i want every cent of this overly priced no, <laughs> drink no, no, no. cuz sometimes i you know if i'm adding something in it it can't be all the way up at the top <laughs> oh my god but yeah pikes <laughs> venti pikes double walled with room and they know exactly what to do they just boop, 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 boop. there's a special place for yeah these stupid name drinks. Yeah. It's so silly. <laughs> Who came up with the extra stuff that I they know. I don't understand it. It is fun though. <laughs> I can't believe Freddie Mac you do this. Yeah, dude. Um it feels normal to me. And it didn't really normal. Never, didn't really think about it until you brought it up.
You hide things in the grocery store, or at like Target or retail stores? Yes. Um, I, I do a, a, a variation of it where I'll put something behind something. Maybe it's like one size left on a shirt or something. And um, I'll come back and get it later. Hoping they don't reorganize the store or the clothing section or whatever department. And um, yeah, I'll go back and get it later. I was watching this guy on TikTok and he was explaining all the post-holiday clearance items and he was racking up a bunch of stuff. Surprisingly, things were like 50 cents and a dollar and really good quality things because Mm -hmm. they were uh, at 90% off. And evidently, this guy is explaining when things go to 90% off and it's at a certain period after the holidays, after a certain day, things go, yeah. you know, from like, you know, 50% to 60% to yeah. 70% and then like to 90%. And so he'll hide things that were marked 60%, but he wants to get it at 90%. Yeah. And I saw him in the video, take the item and put it in laundry baskets. Yeah. Makes sense. Put it somewhere completely different in the store. You know it's there, and you just hope that they don't reorganize or no one's combing through and puts it like an employee puts it back where it belongs. But yeah, I had uh, smart. I had it, no it, clue. Yeah, because it beats going back to the store with your receipt if it's that type of store where they'll honor the markdown if you bought it within a certain time from. Ah, no, I, I just wait for the discount to. Do you yeah, know how many ta- Do you know how many times I've ordered something fr- from a store online and it says it's in stock, and then they're like, "Sorry, we don't have it," and I'm like, "It says which aisle it's in." <laughs> oh yeah but, And it says That's, that you have seven of these items And so people are grabbing them And they're hiding them Yep, the inventory oh. showing it And the inventory may be accurate right? But uh, yeah, somebody hit it somewhere Smart dude, I'm with it Until, yeah. it, until, until it inconveniences me But yeah <laughs> I mean, never knew people were doing this It's very, very smart And very, uh, you know, financially smart Do you have any post-holiday clearance hacks? Or maybe you have an even uh, retail hacks that you do. Um, 513-749-2320. There used to be something I, I wanted at Target. And it would say that it was in stock online. But when I'd go there, it was never in stock. And it went like that for like two months. And I finally was talking to uh, the person. I'm like, hey, I've been really looking for this item. And it's been two months. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, because our system says it's in stock, we haven't put an order in for it. Oh, Wild! I'm like, what a flaw in that system. Yeah, there's so many holes there. You know, it kind of it really messes I just, up things, right? I just assumed you guys got a continuous funnel yeah. of this of this. Uh, it was a champagne I was trying to buy. I got of you. Of course, it was. I figured you got. <laughs> but yeah, you assume they're getting constant inventory yeah, deliveries, right? But no, yeah. they're like, we don't put an order in until it reaches a certain thing, and then they put an order in. I had no clue that was a thing. Yeah, I do. I actually do that with a tequila. I like you when hide I, tequila. I, I don't. I didn't hide it, but there's a there's only one store that I know sells it, and every time I go in there, it's like three or four bottles, and I'm like, oh boy, one of these days I'm gonna come in, they're gonna be sold out. Sure. And they're the only store that I know of that has it. But uh, yeah, and they I think they they do the same thing. They only order it if they get to maybe one bottle left or something. Great. Let's uh, let's go to the phones. Let's welcome in Sarah. Hi, Sarah. You're on the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac show. Hi. How are you guys? Good. What's your what's your uh, post holiday clearance retail shopping hack? 
Well, it's actually not mine. It's my husband's ex-wife, and we'll just keep her nameless because <laughs> it's dirty. It is dirty. Okay. She will buy – hers is kind of like a pre-holiday hack. She will go and buy new holiday stuff every Christmas, every Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, deck the house out, leave the tags on, and then she'll go back and return it. And then if she really likes it, she'll rebuy it at the cheaper discounted 90% price. But she's already used it, and she knows all of the oh, um, return times and return windows and 90 yeah. days here. and with a re- Oh, it's so dirty. <laughs> so we every time we take our kids back to her house, we pick up things, and we look for price tags on the bottom of stuff. Yeah. Dirty. I've done that a couple of times. I remember doing that for an ugly Christmas sweater party. Kept the tag I always on. wondered when I go over there why her house is always beautifully decorated and everything's brand new. And I'm like, this girl's making bank. No, no. no she's no. just returning stuff when she's, she's tired she's of it. Re- that is fake renting. That's like illegal renting. It is. it is. She's got her own. I think there's probably a market for it now, <laughs> yeah, but like. Probably. LLC that or something. <laughs> you remember the store, Rent-A-Center? <laughs> That's her house. She's her own Rent-A-Center. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's got scary. her own rent a house. That is nuts. That is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't. I mean, that's that's something, <laughs> right? It's, it's kind of smart, but it's like uh, it's kind of messed up a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Do, do you called her out enough on it that she's maybe paused on doing that a little bit? Because we've we've let her have it a few times. So. Sure. Well, good, the good, Sarah. Well, thank you so much for calling and be parting, yeah. uh, being part of thank the show you. this afternoon. You Thanks. Right. Bye. Q102. Cincinnati's hit music. It's the Roy, Nat, and Freddie Mac show. That was the 5 o'clock dance party with Rihanna. Minus our Natalie Jones. Poor thing is still sick. What did she say this uh, earlier today? Her cackle was unreal. <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant, but I've later learned it's the cough and voice. Yeah, just elevated from whatever it was yesterday. I just love when people have cool terminology and stuff. It's like a good friend of mine. I went to breakfast with her, and they had an omelet station, and I ordered the omelet just the way I like it. And she goes, hey, I'll take an omelet. Run it through the garden with provolone. And I'm like, what? You're doing what with that egg? Yeah. Run it through you, the garden. Is that how you order it now or no? Oh, no, I don't like all that, that, that many vegetables. But at yeah. the time, I'm like, what do you mean? Sure. Like you throw dirt in it? What I don't know she, what that meant. What does she know that I do? Yeah, soil. <laughs> it's a little, you know, got me dirt, dirt in her heart. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you sound like, what does she know that I don't? I, and I that's love. Thing, that's how I feel about the Starbucks orders. When people have all these crazy oh, yeah. terminology, it's just like, it feels like a waste of words, but also kind of cool. I'm jealous. It I don't know cool. what it means. Yeah. I also don't like no corporate lingo, so I'll never forget one time I was having meetings with people, mm. and they're like, let's just go uh, have a couple breakouts. And I'm like, we're having what? <laughs> breakout sessions. What's well, a breakout? <laughs> Someone going to start dancing? <laughs> I had no clue what it was. They're going to start dancing on their hands. Oh, cool. Breakout. <laughs> you need me to stop doing like it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what it was. Uh, so I love it. It's good for learning new stuff. I saw this article trending where a politician uh, took photos of food from other people's Instagrams and then uploaded it as their own. And this is not something that is new. I mean, this politician didn't, you know, everyone does this. You see a lot of people put fake fronts up on social media. Celebrities, artists, music, people do it all the time. Sure. Um, they'll, like, take photos in front of a private jet. Mm-hmm. 
Meanwhile, they probably took a commercial aircraft and they are taking a photo in front of the commercial, uh, in front of the private jet. Oh, I remember this happened. He got exposed for it. Uh, remember Bow Wow? Was this the helicopter incident? Uh, yeah, I think it was a helicopter or a private jet he was pretending to have or okay. take, but actually he was flying like coach or something. Or There was one guy. People who, called him out for it. And I love that you should. There was one yeah. guy who pretended to hop off his helicopter. And clearly, by the way, he yeah. was hopping off of it. The doors was closed and his bags were already outside. <laughs> like, that's not how. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't go out, put your bag down, go back in right. to hop out. Like, that's not how that would work. Yeah. It's like a bad edit. <laughs> a bad edit. <laughs> you got to pay attention to the details. And we, as consumers, look scrolling through Instagram. We're paying attention. Sure. We really are. And that's why I agree. We should call them out. I'm faking it. Give us a phone call. I think this would be interesting. Are you lying about anything on social media? Are you putting up a fake front? 513-749-2320. Oh, this is interesting. Let's welcome Sydney to the Roy, Nat, and Freddie Mac show. Hey, Sydney. Hi. How's it going? Good. What do you lie about on Insta? Um, So I took a month off of work and... um, Mm -hmm. I went to Budokana for the Caribbean for like four days, but on social media, I basically, I I took like tons of photos and I made it seem like I was there for like a month, even though I came back home after four days and did like a bunch of self-care. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I'm okay with that. Keep your fans not knowing where you are. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. You you like post later. And I imagine, Sydney, did you post it like uh, as if you were there in real time? Or did you say like, re- you didn't say recap from my trip. I guess that would. That no, would no, no. I made it seem, I made it seem like I was there every day. Like I, I was like, oh, I just woke up. This is my juice and my beach, you know, <laughs> kind I of like that. I love that. And you know, all yeah. your friends and coworkers are like, she is bawling for a whole month. Right. What what life yeah. is she living? Seriously. Uh, and did you do yes. it to make people jealous? I mean, did you do it uh, because you didn't want to do a big photo dump? I mean, what was the motivation to this? Honestly, I kind of didn't want to. I wanted some self-care time where I didn't have to answer to anyone. I didn't have to go out anywhere. So in a weird way, I just wanted to be like, yeah, I'm away. Don't contact me. But also, look how amazing it is. <laughs> Genius. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you've got a point. If, if I know someone, if a friend of mine, you know, out of the country, I'm not inviting them. You know, I, I interesting. Right, because you know yeah. they're going to say no. They're busy. Yeah. Living the good life. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then you got to deal yeah. with, I guess, when you get back, everyone's like... When you start get, coming, well, not when you get back, when you start coming around again. Right, when you start coming around because it's been that long. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. then I guess you got to feed into the lie, right? Like, Kind of, yeah. I would be like, oh, it was just an amazing time. But how, how are you? You know, uh, yeah. change, change it up. <laughs> yes, and you certainly you can, yeah. you can uh, smooth things over pretty well. <laughs> That's great. I love that. <laughs> uh, all right, well, cool. If, uh, if you lie on Insta... If you put on a fake life that uh, nobody, you know, knows the truth to, uh, call 513-749-2320. And it doesn't have to be like Sydney. It doesn't have to be as grand as faking a whole vacation for a month. Maybe it is, you know, you 
<laughs> I know celebrities like rent a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Maybe you rent a bunch of clothes or maybe you pretend you own something when in fact you don't. Maybe when you go to your rich friend's house, you put a <laughs> lot of photos on the internet. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. 513-749-2320. Uh, join the conversation here on the Roy and Ed Freddie Mac show. Uh, let's talk with Dennis. Dennis wants to join us now. Hi, Dennis. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. Hey, Are you putting up a fake front on Instagram? You could say that. My ex would probably believe so. Why is that? So after we broke up and I found her with another guy, oh. I may or may not have taken one of my girl or friends that's a girl, not an actual girlfriend, hung out with her a lot, started posting pictures of that. She started commenting on it, all upset. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, and, and that was the friend you told her not to worry about, so now she's over there like, oh, fuming. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. like, no, this is just a friend, and now she's all, all up in the comments. I actually had to remove her from my comments. It got so bad. <laughs> wow. Also, she's got a new man. Why is she all up on your page? I ain't got no clue, man. She probably knew she messed hey, up. Dennis got that ribs, man. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I ain't nothing with, like, he was talking about that lingo. I ain't even know what that means, man. Don't worry about it, Dennis. It's, it's a, a compliment. compliment. Yeah. It's a compliment. <laughs> and the fact that... Our show used it in a cool way. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself right now. I think it means that the word is no longer cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll say, I've heard, I've heard Nat use it a, a couple times. Right, yeah. You sound right, Roy. You, you nailed it. Yeah, yeah. If we're using it, it's probably probably bad. Okay, Dennis, have a good one, bud. Thanks for calling. Yep, yep thank you. Uh, Q. It's the birthday scam. With Roy, Ned, and Freddie Mac on Q102. At the RNF show on socials, you can send us a DM and let us know about somebody in your life, your world, that needs a birthday scam. And uh, it can even be coworkers or manager. Like in this situation, there was a group of uh, restaurant employees. Send us a DM. Destiny was kind of leading the charge. And she said their manager, Eddie, was slash is still into all things Game of Thrones, all the spinoffs and stuff. And uh, wanted us to mess with him for his birthday, their manager, Eddie. So, new birthday scam on him today. Game of reservations on Q102. Yes, I've come forth from a long journey and need food in my belly. I'd like to make a reservation of sorts to dine at one of your banquet tables, please. Uh... We don't take reservations, but you shouldn't have a problem getting a table, so uh, just come on down. Well, my body needs nourishment, just as a mind needs book and a sword needs stone for sharpening. So how about a table for 11 a.m., please? Like I said, we don't take reservations, but if you're coming in at 11, I, I'm sure we could get you Do you in. know who I am? I don't. <laughs> Uh, no, no. Well, I've dined with world leaders. I've entertained kings and queens. So please, with haste, a table. I'm sure there will be a table for you. Do not take reservations. Okay, well, I see what you're doing. Okay, uh, I see what it is. How much? I'm sorry. You, you think this is a game of chess? Well, checkmate. I will take what's mine with fire and blood. Uh, <laughs> surrender a table or... Suffer great loss. <laughs> uh, we we can we can give you a table when you get here. All right, there will be a table open. I know, I know what you're up to. 
You're just you're trying to get me to lay with you. Well, I am not cut from that cloth. Excuse me? It's a very clever little ruse. Get me entangled in a love tryst uh, and blackmail me with the rube you think I sure, am. Sure. I, I will declare what I shall do. I shall take a table and then I shall take your wife. Okay, okay sir. If, if you are not. You are to- my arch nemesis, Edward. There's a beast in every man, and it awakens when you put the power in its hands. And for now, you are the keeper of the reservations. So keep me out. You might now, but winter is coming. We'll see you at 11 a.m. Well, we've had our battles, haven't we? I don't know who you are. Well, you've won the battle, but I promise you, you will not win this war. I shall get this reservation. Uh, who is this? Is this some kind of joke? Or... <laughs> hey, uh, happy happy early birthday! This is uh, this is Freddie Mac. I'm calling from Q102 and oh. the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac show. <laughs> what is this? You all right? <laughs> this is a uh, this 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 is the birthday phone scam on the radio. So Destiny, Josh, Kyle, and uh, Ashton they sent us a message. About how much you love Game of Thrones. How how is my accent? How did I do? Uh, <laughs> that it, might be a lot to take it was, in. It was, de- it was decent. I mean, yeah, okay. as long as you come in here talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's fair enough. But uh, I'll let you get back to work, man. We just called to say happy early birthday from your uh, from your coworkers and us here at Q102. You enjoy, man. That's awesome, thanks. Got somebody with an upcoming birthday you want to scam? Let us know. Look for the birthday scam link at WKRQ.com. Freddie Mac, do you remember the show The Office? Of course you do. I don't know. I do. Huge fan. Seen every episode. Multiple times. times. Yeah. Yeah. Over the holidays, I, like, looked up uh, all the Christmas episodes. I watched all of them. Throughout all a lot the, of people were doing that. Mm-hmm. There's like nine or so episodes. Something like that, yeah. It's a lot of them. And uh, yeah, no, huge fan. Huge, huge fan. Michael Scott, head of the office, also the biggest star from the TV show. Uh, but he's a little wild, uh, offensive, Edgy. and yeah. would pretty much bring a lot of nonsense into the office. Yeah, he did. Uh, I used to kind of wish I knew somebody like that or oh, I wor- did. worked with somebody like that. I did. Really? Yes. I had a boss. I had a program director who... He would do, I, call, I called him bits. There's a little oh. boss bits that he would do. One time, uh, he knew that uh, me and my coworkers wanted a uh, printer for our office. Okay. Because we didn't want to walk, because our printer was placed, horribly placed, on the furthest end of the building. Took us two minutes. I'm not exaggerating. Two minutes, walk one way. And go fetch to go fetch a print. I mean, that's a long walk, two minute walk. When yeah, and there's not a whole lot of so- the time in between songs. No, when we're, when we're on the air, so, so you like have a- it's like four minutes. Like there's, I have to play two songs. Yeah, in order for me to go get something off the printer, I mean, it was just way too much time. Um, Still far away. So he one day comes comes into the studio mm-hmm. with a printer and he goes, "Hey, you guys wanted it. I got it for you." And then he dropped it and it shattered into pieces. Oh man. And it was a printer, evidently, that it was broken. Yeah. And he brought it into the office just to smash it and destroy it. 
And he like kicked it four times and he was yeah, it was Put like a whole big him. bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. I like see I would love I, mean, I would enjoy that. But I say that now as someone who's never experienced that, but I if I actually experienced it like if the TV show were real, I'd probably get annoyed after a while like everybody did on the I was annoyed show. because we really wanted a printer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're toying with my emotions. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, so, uh, so I found this interesting article on BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who had real life Michael Scott's oh, so good. in their office. And if you had like a Michael Scott-esque boss, uh, you can call us at 513-749-2320. Here's what somebody says. One day... Uh, our boss made us have kidnapping drills wow. where we learned how not to be kidnapped. Now, this was a regular boring office in a regular boring suburb. There's no reason why kidnapping would be on anybody's radar. Yeah. It was just <laughs> wasting company time. Another time, or like his buddy, I guess, on yeah. for the class. Another time, uh, my boss and several guys randomly broke out into a push-up contest. Again, <laughs> this is a... Normal office, yeah. middle-aged guys in khakis. <laughs> With nothing better to do. Like, yeah, I'm going to retire soon anyway. Or, you know, <laughs> this is it for me. I don't really care. I wish I had that type of mindset. I kind of do now. Here's, but, a, here's another one that's interesting. Uh, I had a boss who used to watch me through a gap in the glass partition between our desks. She wanted to see if I was paying attention during meetings. So I put a large folder to cover the gap one day, and she freaked out. <laughs> That's funny to That's look really at through good. somebody through a crack. Yeah. Uh, another creepy, person though. Another person writes, my boss used to carry around a backpack full of hammers, and if he fell asleep at your desk, he would start banging a hammer on your desk until you woke up. <laughs> then he would autograph the hammer and gave it to you as a gift. That is the most Michael Scott weird thing yeah. I've ever heard in you my gotta life. You got to display it on your, at your desk or your cubicle, too. <laughs> Who's got the most hammers at the end of the year? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. You gotta listen up for this guy. It's learned a couple of words, but don't crack. Let's just see how fast we can go. Run and pretty back to work. Tango. All right, here we go. No Natalie Jones. We'll start with me, then Freddie Mac. We gotta get two words in that gap. Are you ready, Freddie? I'm ready. Here Let's we go. do it. Tom Cruise. Nicole Kidman. Taylor Swift. Harriet Tubman. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. George Clooney. Will Smith. Uh Uh-oh. Martin Lawrence. Scarlett Johansson. Mm. Colin Jost. Brad Pitt. Michael Che. Pete Davidson. (laughs) Lorne Michaels. Emma Stone. Oh, man. Angie Stone. Jim Belushi. Chris Bridges. Keanu Reeves. Uh, Nat King Cole. <laughs> Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah, those, those are rough. It was three, wasn't it? Did you just do three? <laughs> What'd you say? Know. Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. <laughs> we got to do two words. It's the two-word tango, Freddie. My brain just jumbled up like a, it crumbled really like a piece right? of paper. Well, it's funny you say that. There was a brief period uh, where I was thinking about doing uh, Robert Downey Jr. And I stopped myself. Oh, yeah. Because that's three words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I yeah. uh, I thought I thought I would have won earlier in the game when I said Harriet Tubman. You like to throw me off. I, I thought that would throw you off enough, but it didn't. Uh, and I would in, in that brief moment, I was like, "Do I know anyone from colonial American I can throw in?" Or Christopher Columbus, the Civil War era. Yeah, well, we don't like him. But no, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not putting Christopher Columbus next to Harriet Tubman. Yeah, no, we, that's like. You know, the Dalai Lama or something you put after her. Or right, yeah. Somebody good. Somebody good, yeah. <laughs> Mother Mary. Does Mother that Mary? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Two Word Tango. Oh. I, Roy Brown, am the victor. Oh, good job. First one of the year. Thank you so much. First of the year, and I walk out as a winner. Typically, I lose this game. Yeah, you do. Not today. Not today. All right. <laughs> So coming up this Friday is like when most people drop off of their New Year's resolutions. Five days in? That's it. Well, I guess technically, quick. yeah, it would be, yeah, five days in. That's right. Um, well, Halo, do you know Halo ice cream? Halo top? Yeah, that was uh, that was all the rave for a while. The higher protein, lower calorie ice cream brand. Yeah. yeah well, You can definitely tell it's missing. Some of the you some know because it's supposed to be healthy. Let me tell you something. Yeah, you say that. Uh huh. But when you're losing weight and you have a whole pint of strawberry ice cream for 300 calories, sure. I ain't complaining. Yeah, no, you I don't get me wrong. It, it it tastes good, like the birthday cake flavor or Funfetti, whatever they got. I had that before. It's, it's not. It doesn't. I've had worse. You know. So I mean, if that's your if that's what you're doing, that's the reason you're eating it and everything. You enjoy it, go for it. Clearly, Halo Top is not an advertiser of this show. Um, <laughs> if they were, though, <laughs> we love them. <laughs> uh, no, listen. If you're looking for a little extra incentive to help stick with your New Year's resolutions, uh, Halo is helping you out. You know, only nine percent of people actually keep them. And they're throwing wow. some money on the pot to help it possible. So here's what they're doing: ten winners. We'll get $1,000 to start, plus they'll, they'll be offering you a $5,000 endorsement deal that includes one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions and a talent manager for those who are able to share their wellness goals and keep the wellness goals. Very cool. So you share the wellness goals on their website, you keep them uh and they will then select 10 people to get $1,000. And then one of them is going to be offered a $5,000 endorsement deal. That includes one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions and a talent manager. They'll pick the winners on February 20th and then monitor them as they achieve their wellness goals. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty good uh, good incentive. And and then you still get ice cream. That's true. Even though you're... you're Maybe sacrificing Hagen Dazs or whatever, like your preferred brand is of like the you know all the calories, all the sugar, all the. I gotta say though, I mean, five thousand dollar endorsement deal is that really it? You, like, you think it should be more? Oh, way more! If I'm getting, if you're gonna offer me coaching sessions and a talent manager, I don't need five. There needs, there needs to be more than five thousand yeah. dollars for a talent manager to manage the cost of the. Management is more than $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, like you get if in there, was, Mr. Negotiator, no, and you get saying, yourself more money because you, you'd be the one. If it I'd was be like, a, okay, I'll take it. You'll be like, actually, let's kind of sift through the fine print here, and you'll you'll finagle a, a better deal. If it was, you know, $100,000, be like, well, maybe there needs to be a talent manager attached to that. You know, it's a big sure. endorsement deal. Yeah. And what are we? I don't know. Maybe I'm a bit jaded. Yeah. 
maybe. $5,000. I mean, I would want the 5000 That's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. It is, but yeah. Do I really need a talent manager? I mean, what am I booking that I can't book myself? I think uh, that's usually the way it goes. You kind of get the uh, short end of the stick in a situation like that where ha uh, Halo Top is going to make a crap ton of money. They're going to use your likeness and mm -hmm. your pictures everywhere, and they're going to benefit off of you way more than you're going to benefit from them. I've, $5, always, I've always wanted to be the big spokesperson type person. Uh-huh. Uh, just, uh, I enjoy that, yeah. Like uh, how Jared won all that with Subway and was trying. Now, granted, he's a horrible human and did those yeah. awful things to the kids. Before we knew. Yeah. Before we knew Jared. But you know, he was just traveling around, going to grand openings of Subways. That's and, pretty freaking cool. And just and making for a ton of mo money. Yeah, eating for free yeah. and making so much money. And they didn't give him $5,000. Got carrying around a big pair of fat pants with him everywhere yeah. he went. Hey, look. This is what I used to <laughs> before I started eating Subway. And it worked, right? Yeah. It was great advertising and stuff. But, yeah, he was, no, he's getting paid a boatload of money. If I, if I did what, you know, uh, like Jared did, lose a bunch of weight, mm -hmm. and I was like a spokesperson for Subway or something, I would have pairs of pants from different yo-yo versions of my dieting. I'm like, well, this is the pair of pants I wore when I gained back my weight the third time. <laughs> and this this is the, um, the pants from when I gained my weight the first time. Because that would be more of a real, genuine weight loss. Kind. That's yeah. how it goes, right? <laughs> Roy would yeah. be too raw. They'd be like, sir, sir. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not be too that's real, not that. what we, we want to. Pick a pair of pants. Yeah. I'm like, well, they're all different eras. So... <laughs> Okay, they're, but they're all my favorite dockers, though. Coming up this Sunday is the busiest day ever for dating apps. Uh, sociologist and psychologist, and now data from Tinder, Bumble, all the dating apps collectively report that this, the first Sunday in January, is the busiest day of the entire year for online dating. They're predicting that 519 bios will be edited, over 2,000 photos will be added each minute. 520 bios edited and 2,000 photos added each minute. Holy smokes. Minute. That's well, you, you can't blame them for thinking ahead. That's not at all, though. There's a 22% increase in messages sent on these dating apps, and people typically respond faster than they typically do starting this Sunday. And they and what they're, they're attributing it to is that... It's an uptick for people preparing to find someone for Valentine's Day because mm -hmm. you're in this period starting this Sunday where you could still find someone, go on a couple dates, and then still it wouldn't be too weird to spend Valentine's Day together. It's the right amount of time. Yeah. If you meet someone the week yeah. before Valentine's Day, that might be too early to do Valentine's Day. Sure. But we're still at a very good sweet spot to find someone and then do a Valentine's Day uh, which I totally agree. In a natural way. When I was just uh, with my fiance, we met or maybe started dating, I'd say, in mid-December. Then I didn't see him for a while because of the holidays. Dated through January, and we had our first Valentine's Day, which we officially defined the relationship that Valentine's Day. Okay. Um, That's extra special, too. But it's not too soon where it's weird. It's not too soon. So Sunday's the big day. And what's interesting is that there's a weird world where Google Docs is what people are using for dating. People are actually ditching dating apps and using Google Docs. There's something called Date Me Directory. And when you go to Date Me Directory, it looks like 
a directory. There's name, age, gender, what they're interested in, uh, a thing called style, which I haven't quite figured it out yet, uh, their location, uh, whether they're location flexible, different communities that they're really into. Like some people have tech right here. Um, a lot of people do tech. Uh, then their contact information and when they last updated their profile. So I'll give you a prime example. Here's a guy okay. uh, in Seattle, Washington. He's 36 years old. He's into tech. And his contact is Google Form and Doc. I pull up his Google Docs. Hang on. It's got to load for me. Of course, I didn't do this. Uh, but this kind of sounds like um, it sounds like a dating app, but in the form of a spreadsheet. It is. It's all. It's a spreadsheet. And so yeah, here's a weird way to look at something. Here, I want to see your picture first. I have a 12-page document on this guy. Okay. Quick stats. Um, he, he has quick stats, and he does a bullet point. Then he says, in short, I'm looking for boom. Uh, then he has a whole page on about him. No, one, two, two pages on about him. He thinks highly of himself. And then he has, oh, like, pages of him with photos, mm -hmm. I mean pages, with little explanations of each photos. Like this one is at a potluck. I often have some form of veggies. Uh, and then he has his contact information at the very, very end. Mm -hmm. uh, and so... How do you... Do, do you know? Like how, how would you even match or let someone know that you're interested? Say you see this tech dude. You're like, hey man, I want to eat vegetables too. I'm interested. <laughs> you, you, his contact information's there. He's like, reach oh, out to me. Oh, you just text. So you kind of put your information out in this directory, oh, and wow. you just wait for people to contact you. There's not really hey. matching. They have to kind of shuffle through. Nah, that's too weird. It is and, very and, interesting. And it, it's it's fast. It's like a it's a real fast track because maybe you start out messaging on the dating apps, and then you decide if you got a vibe, if you're going to give the person your number. Then you text. Right. Right. Or, you know, this just jumps straight to direct contact information. That's a little quick. Well, what, what I, what I, when I see this and I see a 12-page document on this person who they, he literally wrote a book of, like, his life, I look at it as somebody who's interested in long-form relationships. Yes. Okay. Clearly not interested in one-nights. No. Wouldn't you do all how, the... How many pages? 12 pages. Yeah, you look at it like that. I look at it as this dude is definitely single. <laughs> And single for a reason. That's a lot of... Yeah, I don't want to read all of this. Just give me the couple bullet points, and then we can kind of go okay, from well, there. The main, uh, the main part of the, the book is photos. And by the way... I was, that's after all the text, I've, all the words. I've looked at a lot of guys here, <laughs> and I'm very surprised. And there's not one not safe for image I've seen. So I was very worried about that. Oh, you That I was going to be uh, inundated with horrible images. Um, but yeah. I would imagine it's people who don't want hookups. Okay. I'd imagine serious. I imagine it's people who are tired of matching with someone online only for the conversation to fall flat and die because people don't know how to talk about themselves. They don't know how to ask questions about other people. So this is a way of like, Hey, let's just, let's just skip all the, the bull crap. Mm -hmm. Learn about me. Send me your information so I can learn about you. Let's see if this is a match. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, this guy sounds like he talks a lot. You know, so if you're in He that, looks like he talks a lot. He's, he has a, he's, like, he's working in tech. No shade to tech people that work in tech. 
Looks like he's a little, a little wordy, dude. You're getting a little. You're very comfortable at your computer typing. Posting you know a mean? lot of photos of him volunteering. I type 200 words a minute. Like, <laughs> okay, dude. Okay, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting. So, and I'm looking. It seems like it's really big on the West Coast. Sure. Uh, I'm only seeing a few guys uh, here in the in the uh, Ohio Kentucky region. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, and there's a couple international people as well, but yeah, it's very interesting. Date me directory is a thing that some guys are are going through. And by the way, just a fun fact: it's seventy percent guys on here, thirty percent women. <laughs> so just so, just so you know, no thanks. Okay, I'm just saying. So Freddie, <laughs> you can hop on and find yourself a woman. I know. I mean, what? If, uh, <laughs> I gotta sift through the guys. Then, right. then no, I I want to hide all the guy profiles, well, and then when uh, Natalie gets back, we'll go through it with her. Oh yeah, she'll she'll love that. Yeah, <laughs> have have a blast. Q one hundred two, the Roy Dad and Freddie Mac show. It's time to say good night, everyone. Except I'll start things off, and I'll okay. say good night to everyone except those who hide things in the store for you to go back later and get them. Oh. I didn't realize you were doing that. Yeah, I do. And I don't like it. <laughs> it's strategy, baby. No, no, no. Put it's it smart. back where you found it. And it, if you lose the item, you lose the item. Yeah, it does throw off the inventory of yes. the store. <laughs> I would say good night, everyone, except the space in between the seat and the center console in my car. Like oh. that gap, a phone, AirPods, uh, money sometimes falls in between. The, you can't get it. Like, who put this gap here? Why did, can we close the gap? You know, it's one of those things that whenever I lose my weight, I'm going to miss having that extra barrier. <laughs> because as of right now, I'm not really losing much of anything. Oh, you can't relate, huh? <laughs> no. Yeah, I need something to put in between <laughs> that gap there, man. Like my hand, and then that's the other thing. My hand isn't small enough to fit in between the gap and grab it. Okay. I got to go behind, in the back seat, go up under the seat. It's stupid. <laughs> I hate it all. So all yeah, right. there's that. Well, uh, hopefully Natalie Jones is back in tomorrow. Make sure you get the Q102 app. We talked about it just a moment ago. We got a big contest for you to go to New York on Monday. Oh, We're yeah. out the door. Goodbye. Good night. Bye. It's the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac Show replay.